this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Guilty Movie Pleasures. In-depth discussion on movies, no matter how guilty they make you feel. All right, Schmoville, coming in hot today with some guilty movie pleasures here with super uh, hot, super hot. It's uh, the, the temperature in the studio today. Not su- not we're not dying in here just no. yet, but it's a little okay. toasty. Yeah, but uh, I mean, if we're talking temperature, mm-hmm. we're talking cryogenic freezing. Yes, we are, and we're talking demolition, demolition man. Do it. <laughs> no wait. <laughs> Should we you, just get right into yes, that? Yes, right before okay. the show, you were like, "I got to tell you a story about a Stallone impression." So go. So I saw Bullet to the Head. At, at, at a I saw it on a plane. It was great. I saw it at a at the theater in downtown Culver, and me and my buddy Mike Wilkinson saw it. And as we're walking out, I'm just being like, hey, "Yo, I'm gonna shoot you in the head. I'm Stallone, you know." <laughs> and I'm doing like the world's worst, most stereotypical, off the strip of Vegas performer impression of it, you know. And this dude walking in front of me goes. That's the most amazing impression I've ever heard. And he's, I mean, it wasn't exactly that. But then he goes, Ma! 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 You gotta hear this! And his, like, 90-year-old mother he came to bullet to the head with is, like, walking with a walker ahead of us. And he's like, Ma! Ma! And she turns around and she's like, Yes, dear? And he's like, You gotta hear this. Here, do the impression. And I'm just like, the whole time I'm just what like, did this you, is, What did you say? I just, was like, I, part of the impression? I just was like, Hey, I'm Sylvester Stallone. And she goes, Oh, that's nice. And then just starts walking off. It was just so weird how aggressively he yelled for his mom. Hashtag, oh, Nana. Oh, Nana. Oh, Nana. Oh, JT, you were here last week and we hashtagged, oh, oh. Nana. That's a, that's a new guilty movie pleasure oh, hashtag. I love her reaction, though. I'll never forget. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Such a, <laughs> oh, what a sweet boy. Was he in the movie? Oh, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can see why you'd be confused. I can't really do it. Yeah, you can't. No, I, mean, I sound like I'm sort of like I went full retard there. My bad. <laughs> I never go full retard. <laughs> All right. So uh, today, again, we are talking. So uh, glad we said that the right ni- away. Yeah. The 1993 guilty movie pleasure, Demolition Man starring Sylvester Stallone, uh, Wesley, Wesley Snipes, Snipes, Sandra Bullock, Benjamin Brown. Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. Making coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Bitchmeister. Bitchmeister. Sandra Bullock making cafe. She was in Gravity. She's adorable in this oh movie, my by God, the way. She's like, amazing. Because at first I thought I would Little get... Little known fact from IMDb, by yeah. the way. Lori Petty was yeah. originally in the character, and they... they 
I think that Lori Petty, uh, she's talented, but she would have played it kind of, I can't imagine her as like, gee golly I, gosh. I think the, the, what, what happened was there was a conflict with League of Their Own and she had to go shoot League of Their, League huh. of Their Own, so. And, Is that, you're uh, making that. Uh, of course. <laughs> this used to be my playground. Used to be. Yeah, I know but she is song. adorable. Oh, I thought I thought it would wear thin, but man, she's super cute in that movie. Uh, it's, and it's L- and she's, you really licked his ass. Yeah, <laughs> she's kicked his ass. It's kicked his ass. So what's you say before that though? It's like something like uh, uh, uh you really met meet his match. Yeah, he and, really yeah match his met or something. Matched whatever. his meat. Matched no, his he meat. met his match and kicked his ass. Yeah. And then later she's like, "Let's go blow this guy away. <laughs> blow this guy." Away. How many times are we going to hear you're still on? A million. You, yeah, you, he has some great comedic timing in this movie. He does. Like, he has some yeah. really... F- the whole... We'll get to it, but the whole yeah. knitting thing uh, yeah. is brilliant. Yeah. Like, that they give him the the rehab of knitting. The, uh... um, First of all, JT, this is your, like, favorite movie of all time, right? Or it's just anything Stallone you... Yeah. Anything Stallone. Anything Stallone is basically my greatest of all time. Okay, what... Uh, I, we'll go around the room like we usually do. First yeah. time you saw this movie, do you remember the first time you saw it? Uh, I, I rented it from Video Time in Akron, Ohio okay. on VHS. Which isn't open anymore, right? No, Video Time? No, no, okay. no. It got robbed several times and then shut down. <laughs> uh, I used to work there, too. Um, yeah. They, they had a, uh, an adult film section. Oh, yeah. And at the time... Walk into it, would it go, bing, bing. Yeah, and yeah. and it was like, but really like weird shit, like scary stuff that's not normal porn. And I'd have to restock the tags. It was still the tag system. Oh yeah. And so I just go back there and be like, uh, and like <laughs> half look like uh, large ladies uh, in rear end and stay. Okay, there we go. I'm out <laughs> in rear end. I was a sheltered kid. I was terrified by porn until college. And oh, I'm like, this is pretty cool. Man. Anyways, I got off topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I rented it on VHS and I watched it with my buddies, and we thought it. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Was the great... We... Who didn't want to be John Spartan oh, growing up? Yeah, come on. He's basically like a popcorny Judge Dredd. Yeah, he's yeah. A, m- more entertaining than the Stallone Judge Dredd for sure. <laughs> yeah. The new uh, one was good. JT, though. first time you saw Demolition Man? Uh, it was pretty much my, me and my dad. We bonded over Stallone. Oh. Uh, every time a slow movie came out, whether it be Dread, Cliffhanger, any of the Rockies. A lot of times, his movies are rated R, so my dad would have a to. A lot take of me. times, well, the Rockies, <laughs> the Rockies one. were. Oscar, uh, don't Oscar, tell me. Uh, Oscar. <laughs> Stop or my mom will shoot was PG thirteen. Yeah, it's exactly. So whenever Classic. like an action movie was just thrown, and that's what we want to see him do. Yeah, like specialist. The specialist is radar. Yeah, oh, and yeah. my dad is would always take R. Yeah, mm-hmm. cliffhanger. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. My dad would always take me. So my dad took. You know, it was he. I didn't even have to ask him. He knew. Uh, Stallone yeah. movies coming out. There's action. He's taking me to see it. Hey, yo, JT, I, we're going. You know. <laughs> I can't do a Where, I Can't wait for Twitter to be like, mo- stop that impression. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag stop it doing impressions, Ben. R- real quick, if you guys uh, go on Twitter, uh, at Josh Makuga or at Ben Begley Comedy, you guys can see Ben uh, got to 1,000 followers last week. He was yeah. super pumped about it. Um, the, uh, <laughs> the little victories the in little, life. The little ones. Uh, you guys can go see. We tweeted out the live link, so you guys can chat on YouTube on the live link. Cody Hall, who is the um, the show intern, is on the comment section. JT's kind of taking a look at him as he's running the show and answering questions. He's, he's a man of multiple talents. Yeah. So uh, go, you know, watch watch the live stream. Um, I, okay, so 
my first time I saw this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was it was one of those free weekends on HBO. Okay. Those were those were yeah. like the and most amazing weekends when that happened. Oh yeah, it was. I don't think kids understand nowadays how that was like Christmas. And you didn't know when they were coming. No, there wasn't like a guy. Just that was suddenly like, you flip through the channel. And like, Holy shit, we got five blood got and five? boobs. Yeah. Blood and boobs this weekend. Yeah. So Demolition Man was on HBO, and I was like Demolition Man, and then. It was on like every five hours that whole weekend. I must have watched it six times. I love oh, this movie. Love so good. It. So, um, so let's get in. Okay, what we're gonna start doing now because it seems like we meander around a lot on the show. We're, gonna, we're trying it's to my rein fault. it in a little. No, no, no. Trying to rein it in a little. We're gonna do <laughs> the plot in five minutes or less. See if we can do this, so we can get to the funnier parts of the plot, but we don't have to keep breaking it down and like getting back to it. Yeah. Okay, we are gonna start. We have a little. We have a little counter here. You guys can't in the see room. it. But we you can. guys can't see it. It reminds me of. Oh, I was a swimmer growing up, and we used to have a counter like that in the pool. You s- did you wear a speedo? Of course, you had to. I was on the swim team, but I refused to, and I wore so regular swim chunks, and so they never let me compete yeah you're not supposed to compete with just swim trunks on you, you dummy know, i was just you, i was self-conscious it's like in this movie wesley snipes is a black belt in karate but they're like hey you go too fast yeah, we have to i read slow that that was amazing kicks. yeah we should explain that sorry to the audience because i jumped on you no we have 20 seconds till we start the plot okay so yeah they did slow minutes. down the kicks of and so wesley snipes. parts you see him like stop motioning his karate kicks. he's such a badass in yeah, this movie he's amazing and he hated that haircut the blonde haircut okay we're, we're going plot in under five minutes Okay. In five, four, three, three two, two, one. Go back. Okay, so it starts off basically with this post-apocalyptic Hollywood. The signs on fire. It's and basically Lebanon. It looks insane. There's like random like machine guns and Stallone's There's like anti-aircraft yeah. fire. And Stallone's it's like, we're gonna go get them out. And ninety-six Los Angeles. Ninety-six. By the way, so three years into the future, apparently they had a really bleak view of what Los Angeles was gonna become. <laughs> Stallone bungees in from a helicopter, which we'll talk about how amazing that is later. Shoots up a bunch of dudes, has perfect aim while bungeeing. As he jumps, he does the Stallone yell. JT, can you cue the Stallone yell real quick? (laughs) All right, we're going to work on this. There you go. As he bungees, he does the Stallone (laughs) yell. Go ahead. Okay, so then he gets in there. There's this big showdown between him and John Spartan, by the way, is his name. There's a big showdown between him and Simon, Simon Phoenix where they trade one-liners. And they, but he has to go in there to rescue bus yeah, passengers. Bus passengers, you're right. Yeah, there's like 40 passengers that yes. we don't know where. And he's like, I scanned the building. They're not in here. <laughs> and, uh, and the best part is uh, Wesley pours gasoline everywhere and then lights a match and just stands there. Yeah. And is like, <laughs> if I'm going down, you're going down. Yeah, Butch like, Cassidy style. Wait, yeah. Was there an escape Four minutes, plan four here? minutes, four minutes. Four minutes, okay, okay. So then they fight and... And, and, and it's he, a nice first action scene. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking opening action scenes, this is incredible. It's incredible. It's Fight huge. Fight through the fire. He does a Stallone yell as he runs through the fire. JT. He's carrying yeah, Wesley yeah. Snipes out with his black and white striped Beetlejuice pants yes. that he's wearing. And yeah. he's like, Aah! Those were hammer pants. The biggest explosion in the history of cinema. It's so big. We're going to go into a we'll get into that. What a yeah. Biggest explosion ever. He escapes. Uh, why do we call you the demolition man? Yeah. You know, the, the chief is like, you just blew up uh, your $7 million building. Half of Los Angeles. So then he's like, well, you killed everybody in the bus. Blah, blah, blah. You're getting arrested with Simon Phoenix. Yeah. They get put in a cryo prison. Because for- they found a bunch of bodies and they're like, you should have checked Spartan. Yeah. yeah. Instead of blowing and up so all then Punishment is to be uh, uh, forever young, frozen in a cryogenic prison, which we will get into. Prison, I called it prison. A prison. It's it's, uh, French for prison. So then it cuts to August 3rd, 2032. Yeah. Yeah. They unfreeze Simon Phoenix. He somehow knows Spanish. And then he says, teddy bear. He unlocks it. And then he starts killing everybody. 2032, everything is perfect. Like all the cops, everybody, all the cops are basically just like candy strippers at a local hospital. Yeah, it's just basically like. uh, Three minutes to go. Yeah, okay. 
So then he then they're like, we need to catch a maniac. We need to release a maniac. So they get John Spartan out of cryo yeah. prison. Uh, he doesn't know how to use because the, there's a one old cop that knows about John Spartan. He's like, I, yeah. I remember John Spartan Ooh. from he, back in the day. He was the black helicopter pilot yeah. in the opening scene yeah, yeah. In, in in modern day Lebanon. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. anti aircraft fire. So they get him out, and but Simon Phoenix is just ruining just, the day. Yeah, and and I love that there's a swear thing. So every time you swear, it goes bing, yeah. and it gives you it violation takes off, of the product code. I don't know why of, it was the, of the moral uh, yeah, moral. Verbal code. Verbal We're code. Coming on two minutes. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Uh, so Simon Phoenix is unleashing havoc on the city. And the first Spartan. thing he tries to do is find a gun. Yeah. So he goes to the museum, which is the only place you can find guns and bullets. Apparently. And, apparently, yeah. They were like, "Hey, no one will try and break in here, so we'll keep all the super dangerous ammunition." But we'll get to that. Yeah. So he breaks out all these guns. He starts shooting people. Then John Spartan shows Comes up. In, they have the most oh. amazing fight scene in a diorama of the 20th century. Uh, yeah, the underground, underground Los yeah. Angeles. Uh, there's some awesome one-liners which we'll play in a bit and then uh, they get away and we get to the part Simon Phoenix is about to blow away Cocteau uh, who runs yeah. San Angeles and then he realizes he can't he can't because he's like he's the benevolent programmed. leader he's the uh, uh, L. Ron Hubbard he, he he's, the L. Ron, he's the L. Ron Hubbard of, of San Angeles a minute 30 ben. go okay so, we, so then we uh, we find out that there's like this underground and he mm-hmm. has to kill Edgar Riley what Edgar Edgar friend, Friendly Ed- Edgar Friendly which is played by uh, Dennis, Dennis Leary, Leary who's got an awesome monologue we'll get into that uh, so then uh, they take him they, John Spartan saves Cocteau's life but Whatever they go to Taco Bell for dinner, and then which is every restaurant's Taco Bell. Every now. restaurant is Taco yeah. Bell, uh, and Dennis Leary and his pack of merry men show up, and Stallone kicks the crap out of a few of them, yeah. and then realizes that they just want food. And they he's just like, want food. Hey, oh, you what's know, going on? You don't beat up people. It's never fun hurting people, especially when they're just looking for food. One go. minute to okay, go. One minute to okay. go. Okay, so uh, then they get to Cocteau's office, and Wesley yeah. Snipes there. He's like, "You got to release all my buddies if you want me to take out John Spartan." He's like, "Cool, great She's idea. Like, sure, no yeah, problem. I'll release these maniacs." Cut to the the underground. He has a rat burger. It tastes really good. He's got a John Spartan. Spartan, yeah. Spartan has he meets great- the underground people. He's like, "Oh, you guys aren't that bad." Okay. Oh, it seems pretty cool. Yeah. And they're like, "We're going to do something. We're going to take this all on. We're going to take out Cocteau." And then Wesley Snipes goes back up. He uh, he, he has Jesse the Body Ventura kill, kill Cocteau. Thirty seconds. Okay. Uh, then they cut to the. They're going to start. He's going to start un- unfreezing every everybody, prisoner. Everybody. Everybody. And they're all in these weird sprawled out poses. Yeah. And the ice people get to that frozen. And, and he- then Stallone shows up. They take out two of the five guys. The other three apparently just disappeared. He freezes the whole prison yeah uh, Wesley Snipes' head gets frozen. He kicks it off. It shatters everywhere. World's better. Dennis Leary and his pack of merry men are now going to be together. And he makes out with Senator Bullock like it's the end of World War II. Four seconds, three seconds, two and, seconds. Uh, everything's happy. Yeah, we did we it. Did it. Wow, exactly. that was stressful. I know. Right? That was stressful. Uh, plot in under five minutes, guys. Ooh. That's going to be a new. Uh, it's going to be a new segment here. I like that. Yeah, I do too. Let's get into. Let's it. see what Twitter says, though. <laughs> The comments are like, they just yelled about a movie. Um, and they just yelled for five minutes. Okay. JT, are you watching Demolition Man over there? So now, let's get into some of the fun plot holes. I'm getting a sound clip ready, don't worry. Let's, oh, okay. let's get awesome. some of the fun plot holes together. Okay, yeah. so, so, all right, first of all, it's only 1996. Yeah. So a lot of bad stuff happened in three yeah. years. What, ha- what The one line is, remember when you used to be able to fly commercial airliners into Los Angeles? Yeah. I mean, what? JTE did have an interesting point that it was around the riots of Los Angeles in the 90s when things were, you know, going... That only violent. happened in L.A. and yeah, it was like only, a week. Yeah, I know. But, so that's like the thing. They they just assumed, uh, I don't know, that the world was going to... And one shit. man was able to do this, yeah. Simon Phoenix. Well, I think Simon. in the movie they say L.A. is like this. I don't think they say the whole world, right? Well, L.A., but I'm just saying, if it's in the United States, you can't just, like, branch off. <laughs> and the military's just like, nah, nah, we don't need to send the National Why Guard in. Deal with it it's Los Angeles. Yeah. It's very close to, like, Escape in New York style. Yeah. True. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah, like a prison state. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that, that, but right out of the right out of the gates when he bungee jumps, like I said, from oh. the it's amazing, and uh, and the fact that he has perfect aim, and I love that no bad guys well, can ever actually shoot the good guys in no. any movie ever. Well, we can get to the end scene, but he's being held by a crowd, and then Snipes is just shooting around him, yeah. like target practice, yeah. and he misses him oh, yeah. with at least fifty bullets <laughs> that he never. I think. I think in the end, play. I don't want to jump to there, but I think in the end, I think he's toying with him, and he's not trying uh, to hit him. Okay, makes sense. But uh, <laughs> but see. then we get to the the fight scene, and he's okay. Listen, I, I don't want to, but if you pour gasoline all over, yeah. An entire and then you, floor. if you loom the flame right by it, Near, the fumes are gonna. <laughs> he's got a burnzomatic blowtorch. It's just gonna blow up. Every, yeah, I like it that it had to be the cigarette that ignited it, and yeah. then somehow it just like, and then Stallone's hand randomly catches on fire too. Like the, he, he's like, he puts it out in a weird insert shot. It's like. Whoa! <laughs> So everything's covered in gas, but yet those two dudes haven't lit on fire just no. yet. But you can run through a wall of gasoline. And flames. apparently there's canisters of C4. Like, just like, can yeah. I thought C4 was more like... Uh, a plastic explosive? Yeah, not... Watch Die Hard. Not you know barrels of it? Yeah. <laughs> there's just barrels of C4. Where are my detonators? Right? Oh. Sorry. Ho, ho, ho. Now I have a machine gun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the best part is him running. Uh, like, we, we can play the yell again if we want. JT, you're really slow on this phone, you know, There we go. Just have your finger by it at all times. Apparently, all it takes to run out of, like we said, the biggest building explosion ever is just he just the power of the Stallone yell. You're talking literally. That's pretty powerful. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. You. He, he doesn't just blow up a building. No. He blows up like the Pentagon. Yeah. It's the biggest. Like we said, it's the biggest building explosion. And he's when it cuts to him walking out of the building. Yeah. And then the building explodes a full eight to ten city blocks. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Which, let's not even bring in all the other cops that were, like, hanging around that probably got a little singed by it. A little blowback. Nothing (laughs) big. Nope. Nothing. Nobody's even scared. They're like, God damn it, Spartan. You always do this. That's why they call you the demolition man. You blow up one more city block. That's it. And then they find the bodies. It's it's not so much the construction damage. I did a complete thermal scan. There's bodies here. We're not going to do any investigation into it at all. Was your thermal scan just, like, checking in the cupboard if there was soup? Like, no bodies here. Well, but then they reveal later that he had already killed all of them. That's why. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that means that that these cops did no investigation investigation they were just like off to the cryo prison Better which here comes my favorite plot hole yeah the fact that it's punishment to mass murderers hold on wait re- okay real okay, second, okay real second real second real second real, real second real guys. second ladies Hashtag and gentlemen. real second okay all the bodies are in there and it, literally the largest ex- explosion in american uh, cinema history yeah. just happened and a guy comes over like there's bodies everywhere you can't go into that building yet Not yet no. The whole building collapsed everywhere. To be able to find those bodies that quick, you have yeah. to have X-ray vision. Yeah. You have to have. He X-ray was a vision. super forensic scientist. Yes. He, he had uh, superpowers. That building vaporized things, <laughs> and there's no way that there's bodies left. There's no way, just, unless he had them in like a, a, a bomb-proof container, like in the fridge. <laughs> he just, black boxed yeah. the people. <laughs> he, he had all of them in the in the fridge that Indiana Jones used in Kingdom yes. of the Crystal Skull. Oh God, I hate and, that and fridge so much. Survive the nuclear blast. That fridge ruined my childhood. Ah, just the worst. Retroactively, um, but I will say, yes. When I think about Demolition Man, and I think about another movie that has an awesome like Los Angeles current times thing, Predator Two. Oh, who yeah. does that shootout in the streets? 
That uh, shootout's insane. It kind of gets me like, oh man, if life was really like this, how dirty it would be, like Terminator Two style. You know, everybody's like, I'm do you get... want an apocalypse? No, no, no. It's Some just, people like, do. Some people, when they watch like stuff like The Walking Dead, they're like, you know, the apocalypse would be really sweet, and it's like, no. Besides, like not having credit card debt. Yeah, I'm not really. Into and like, it. you know, I wouldn't have to drive to Santa Monica for a commercial audition, yeah, yeah. but I'd rather do that than have to fight <laughs> zombies. Correct. Or not be able to fly commercial airlines into LA and have to deal with anti aircraft. I've never flown Virgin Atlantic. That'd be really a shame if I hadn't flown Virgin before the apocalypse happens. I hear they're fancy flights. If you want to sponsor us, Virgin. Uh, we uh, are up for it. We are um, up for it. We're up for anything. So so then it cuts to the future, August 3rd. Well, oh, no, the cryo prison. Cryo prison. So the cryo prison. So that's, that's, that's your punishment, not death, not like, not the death penalty, not anything like that, not life in prison, solitary confinement. Yep. It's cryo prison where you stay young. They freeze and your body. Everyone else dies. Yeah. And you just get to sleep and dream for... I... It's weird. I'm afraid of death, and me, Ben, wants to be cryogenically frozen around my 80s. Yeah. So to me, that's like a nice thing to do. I was like, oh, cool. So you get to wake up and see what the future's like? Hold on. You get cryogenically frozen as Sylvester Sloan in his like, mid to late 30s. Yeah. He wakes up. He's like, I'm still just as good looking. And my, everybody else is... My hideous old wife, she's kicked the curb. My daughter... Now I get they, to bang wait. Sandra Bullock. And they bring up his daughter in the movie. Like, I don't even... I don't know if I should meet her. And then they never meet her. They never show her or anything. They just, There's never a rock sequence where he goes to meet his daughter, Jane Angelou. And nope. she's like 80. That'd be great. Yeah. Well, she wouldn't be 80. That My math is terrible. Yeah, She'd she, be like in her third 40s. 40s. <laughs> Depends on how old she was when he got frozen. Yeah. I mean, we're all talking hypotheticals yeah. now. But there's but no the, time. The, there's no time in Devolution to meet his daughter because he's got he's, he's, he's got to demolish Simon some shit. Goddamn Phoenix. My favorite thing, though, is uh, uh, how they freeze everyone is yeah. in these really weird like yoga poses it, that are like... No, it's like uh, Terminator when he shows up naked yeah. and he's the thinker. Yeah. And then it's like, ah, from... Exactly. <laughs> and downward uh, facing dog. They're all froze like spread eagle and super just like graphic poses. Yeah. Like, and they're buck naked too. I know. What's they, that all they about? Could they wear a speedo. Given... Yeah. Then? Come on. Come on. I think that William. What was his name? William. Uh, the the, the yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Words, Wordsmith. Williams Wormsworth. Whatever his name was. Uh, JT, can you look up the name of the warden? I think he just like. I think I have it here. I think he killed. just liked uh, icy balls. I think that's what it was. Uh, while we're looking that up, we have Cody Hall, uh, uh, intern extraordinaire on the line he William uh, Smithers oh wait no it is he says I'm, like I'm yeah he says I'm I'm warden William Smithers and I re I only slightly regret to inform you of your sentence <laughs> it's like who introduces hey, themselves like hey, that dick yeah full name and everything right hey, uh, dick. we've got Cody Hall on the line Cody. he's uh he's a he's a handsome guy with uh just a lot of charisma a and, lot of charisma uh, really, I've never geez, have I met him in person no not yet oh, okay. he's got to come on an episode soon he lives uh, halfway to uh, Mexico he lives most mostly on the San Diego border of Mexico no he lives in Orange County he just it's it's hard to Cody why haven't you come up for a show you haven't even asked come, to come on, on a Cody show. get the hell well, you've never asked me, man. Oh, oh, so now you're my girlfriend. I didn't want to go out to dinner at the Outback. You never asked me. I um, didn't want to see yeah. the new Spider-Man. You didn't ask me. I, I would love to be on the show. Thank you. No. You pick You pick a movie, whatever. As, as long, I, we've never had JTE on the thing, so that's the running joke now. Is JTE can never come on the days. He just has to engineer the shows. <laughs> we can hear his voice, though. His lovely, lovely cadence. I am in the back. <laughs> Okay, Cody. So, did you had you seen this movie before? I saw it for the first time about three days ago. Oh. I'm hanging up on him. I'm hanging up on him. <laughs> did you love it? Oh yeah, it was amazing. Dude. I love this movie. <laughs> Go tell us more. What was your favorite part? Um, 
definitely the seashells. Probably. <laughs> I just I want to know what the hell is up with the seashells. And then there's a line when they're fighting. Stallone hits Snipes with the TV, and he's like, "You're on TV." Uh, JT, like can you play that for us real quick? I believe we have that. There you go. There it is. There ah. you go. The seashells, uh, Cody. I did read on on IMDb that Stallone said in interviews that uh, he claimed that two were to scoop it and like throw it away. And but how is that comfortable? And how like and, and why is that that better for you than toilet paper? Just get a one wipe Charlie. or To something. me, I mean, one ply is chafy enough. Let yeah. alone a, those look like metallic seashells. Those didn't even look like. You know, ocean bred seashells. Here's what I thought is that you they stayed on the wall and you pressed them and one like shot water at your yeah, butt, I thought the other it was one like a, dried it, and then yeah, the other no, one like my theory. I thought it was like it. a Japanese toilet, which have you ever been to a, on a Japanese toilet? No. They're exactly like that. Uh. It's like a car wash spa for your butt. It's mm, amazing. Sounds amazing. <laughs> at first you're like, This is gonna be weird, and then you're like, This is way better than Japanese haven't figured out, yeah, let's they be do. honest. Um, Cody, uh, do you, <laughs> so the first time you saw it, what would what would define this as like a guilty movie pleasure for yeah. you? As far as what would make it like a guilty movie pleasure for you? What was like the highlights of the most absur- the absurd parts of it? Just the well, the eyeball on the knife that he does that Wesley Snipes does in the beginning. Yes, the eyeball on the knife or whatever to get the code. Yeah, and then the the giant you mentioned before the giant explosion for absolutely no reason at all. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> and and that maximum security uh, thawed out prisoners. All they need is to know one word to open up. Teddy, teddy, teddy bear. bear. Two yeah. words. Yeah, teddy yeah. bear. That and that's that's the code. It's not like a fourteen digit passcode that you thought like unlock two keys. Nope, just teddy bear. Yeah. Teddy bear. Eyeball out. Uh, Cody, I'm really glad that we are like introducing you to some of these guilty movie pleasures that that you never even heard yeah. of. Yeah, that's the best part of this whole thing, man. I tell you, watching all these great movies now. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. We're, you know, I mean, we're paying it forward. To, I, was, I was just about to say, it's definitely not here. the paycheck. <laughs> 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 Why did we both? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so, Cody, you got to pick two. Let's do. Notes. So, next week is going to be our last uh, Oscar movie week. We haven't yeah, decided. We're, we haven't we're decided thinking yet. virtuosity. Then the next week after the Oscars, you come on. You pick a movie as long as it's not like Dunstan checks in. Uh, Unless that's what you really Unless want. Unless you really Cody. want Dunstan checks Dunstan in. I've been really in. meaning for you guys to do that. Oh, know, good. Uh, so you pick a movie, you come on in the studio, and uh, we'll get rowdy. All right, for sure, man. Cool. All right, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, there's right, see you, Cody. There's a great scene right. I just remembered from my uh, copious notes I took, um, mm-hmm. where they they say that Arnold is now was president. Was president. He did become governor, which is the governor hilarious because, yeah. like, at the time, that was the most absurd concept uh-huh. ever that Arnold and I like that they have those little in jokes in here you know yeah. or like uh sorry about that Rambo or yeah. whatever, you know it's like there's they're very self-aware which I think was something that makes I think we have the Rambo sound clip JT do we have the Rambo sound clip okay d- uh, oh, oh boo so what but what I was going to say about 90s what makes 90s movies so awesome and so guilty movie pleasures is that they didn't take themselves too seriously they just yeah. had fun and now we've talked about this we're like nowadays everything's so gloom and doom and serious and yeah. like and those like, one liners tongue in cheek that they delivered so yeah. well like serious men now people they say in theaters and they're like ugh crap. yeah now you just go ugh I love those one liners like regrets this the rest of your life both seconds play, just play that again because that is so <laughs> good you're going to regret this the rest of your life both seconds 
And it comes in. Okay, so he, yeah. they're at the dinner at Taco Bell, and then Dennis Leary and his gang of merry men they show up, and this isn't even like a really serious guy. We don't no. know. There is no need for this one letter to happen now. No, it's like he should deliver that line to Simon, to Simon Phoenix. Phoenix at the end. No, he when delivers he kicks his head off. He delivers it to a dude that's just, just around. Just wants some, you know, like some Taco Bell little uh, whatever. The, it looks like he a, a box of chalk is yeah. what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. Like it looks like little chalk balls is what they were stealing. It's kind of like those. There's two types of families out there. I think yeah. right. There's the the types of families that kept the snacks in the box and the types of families that put them in the Tupperware containers. Yeah. And this was the, this was the Tupperware container. They were looking, yeah, they were looking for Tupperware. Right. Uh, Chalk JT, balls. can you play that one more time? <laughs> JT keep, keeps trying to do other things. So, ladies, welcome to uh, my bedroom. Uh, this is uh, JT. Regrets this the rest of your life. Both seconds of uh, when I uh, got a job at Chuck E. Cheese and had to dress up at the, as a mouse, the manager said, I'm going to regret this the rest of your life. <laughs> Both seconds of uh, The time I farted in the car on a family trip out west, and right after I did, I said, I'm going to regret this the rest of your life. Both seconds of Not to do another fart joke, but the time I accidentally farted right before dropping my car off to valet, <laughs> and he was like, are the keys in the car? And I said, yes, and... This the rest of your life. Both seconds. JT, you got one? It took me, I was going to say, right before I took my driving test, I looked at the instructor and said, After my first date uh, in high school, uh, I, I basically <laughs> took off my pants and said to the girl, I'm going to regret this the rest of your life. Both seconds. I, uh, I wanted, literally one of my first dates in high school was at a really low-rent Chinese buffet. Oh, nice. And as we ate their shrimp, I thought... I'm going to regret this the rest of your life. Both seconds of I want to do this for the rest of my life. <laughs> That's JT. Come on, is that one of your favorite Stallone one-liners? It's got to be. It, it's up there. Oh, oh my god, it's so good. I, I feel like we, we are ba- we are slowly what? tallying. I got up. one more. Go ahead. When they made the Expendables PG thirteen, the third one, what they should have said to Stallone was. I'm gonna regret this the rest of your life. Both seconds of uh, I feel like when in the movie The Other Guys, when The Rock and Samuel L. Jackson jumped off the roof and said aim for the bushes, they both said to each other in the air. I'm gonna regret this the rest of your life. Both seconds of uh, the first time I was forced to sit down and watch the TV show Beverly Hills 90210, I thought to myself, I'm going to regret this the rest of your life. Both seconds of Not the old one, the new one. When Leonardo DiCaprio didn't ask Kate Winslet to share the board in the freezing water, he quickly thought, I'm going to regret this the rest of your life. Both seconds of JT loved that one. That's really good. Uh, in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, when he hooked up with the Nazi girl, he thought to himself after she had taken the Grail Diary. I'm going to regret this the rest of your life. Both seconds. The time I almost got married in Vegas, legit true story, blacked out, blacked out, and this girl was so hot. As we were walking to the chapel, I was thinking in my head, you should probably get out of your blackout and... I don't know how we talked. Makuga almost <laughs> oh, wait, getting married. I know, I know how to top it. Oh, yeah. After I took that shot off the stripper's leg in Nashville, I thought. <laughs> I'm going to regret this the rest of your life. 
You did get Hep C that day, uh, so it's, you know, yeah. I've he did to, not. He did not, ladies. I've been and gentlemen. to the dentist once a month for the rest of my life after that one, just in case. <laughs> All right, let's let's finish up on some plot holes. Oh yeah, um, and we'll oh, get, go back go ones. back to some. We'll get back to some uh, some sound bites because this movie is full of them. Okay, oh, well, first off, the uh, so we're in the, now we're in the the police uh, yeah. station. I, I, okay, the plot holes in that one, fine, whatever. What what's crazy is that. Is he gets let out of prison and now we're like slowly, fi- like slowly finding out that he knows how to do everything. Yeah, and like cops come up with their little handheld like palm devices and, and they're being they're being told what to yeah. do. Uh, address him in a stern voice, yeah. sir. Please stop. <laughs> Or else. And then he's like, well, here we go. And he starts oh, whacking so him with those glow sticks, which the sound effect that those make are really cool. It's like, Wah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wah. It sounds like, um, Wah. exactly like that. I don't even have to tell people what it sounds Wah. like because you're doing a dead on impression uh, thank of you guys. it. Thank you so much. You may not be able to do a Stallone, but you do a mean <laughs> glow- demolition man demolition glow wand. wand. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I've been perfecting um, that my whole life. Uh, so listen. There's no like really holes in the plot as far as the police force goes, mm-hmm. other than we're learning about these gi- this giant earthquake that that turned Los Angeles into San Diego, Los Angeles, and Santa Barbara metropolitan area. Yeah, San Angeles, San Angeles. The biggest plot hole for me is what's the Raymond? What what is it? Cocteau or is that yeah it? the guy that leads it? His whole master plan is terrible. It's not good. Where it's like we have to kill this. First off, you kill Edgar Edgar Friendly or Edgar Friendly. Edgar Friendly. There's still thousands of people who will rise up. Yeah. So that doesn't solve your problem. And then I get, though, that he he's thawing out this killer to make everybody afraid so he can... It's that kind of fear-mongering yeah. mentality. But the fact that he just goes along with thawing out... We talked about this. Yeah. The five other... Uh, miscellaneous bad guys. bad guys that have not been and then rehabbed like, Yo, the same me way. Down, meet me down in the underground. Yeah. And we're obviously going to have sluts down there. As soon as they get oh, yeah. there, the whores are like, yeah, <laughs> criminals are back, baby. Wait, yeah, where did they come from? Because at that point, they're having a meeting with Cocteau. Or is Cocteau in that meeting? I can't remember. Or no. is it just the dude? Yeah, just the dudes are hanging out. Yeah. And somehow they found these like grungy Mad Max chicks they that were down like, there, like I've been looking for a bad boy. You know what I've been looking for? A black dude with a blonde V cut. <laughs> He's got the blade haircut. It's just, it's, blonde. It's just blonde. It's just blonde. Yeah. And you, you're too fucking blonde. Um, and, and so they're so in the, good. Okay, the, what are the franchise wars? What were the franchise wars? I feel like yeah, that was a lyric that. from Billy Joel's "We Didn't Start the Fire." Yeah. It's like Coca Cola wars. We didn't take Coca Cola, Pepsi. So <laughs> this was my thought was okay. So these franchise wars, employees of McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, Taco Bell, they, they they had a war, fighting in the streets. They were fighting with guns. Fighting it, yeah. They were just like, "Get that Big Mac out of my face!" <laughs> these, these Double Whopper for life. These franchises became like ISIS. Yeah, 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 Islamic yeah. State. Like they and they had like gang tattoos, like you know, a Double Whopper extra value meal tattooed on their There's chest. Just an arrow that says special sauce down to the dong. Oh god! Sorry guys, I knew uh, you were going to go there. I, I knew that was going to happen. Okay, now. <laughs> okay, we haven't got to the sex scene. Oh, the sex scene. Fluid transfer is illegal. First off. Given how terrified I am of STDs, that would have been my ideal sex in college. <laughs> you can't get herpes from that. The virtual sex? Now, here's the thing. I didn't really have much sex in college, so I didn't have to... <laughs> you had a ton of virtual sex. I had a ton of... We virtual. were talking about we're this talking earlier. We were talking about this earlier. Uh, is virtual sex cheating? Yeah. Or is it just like watching porn? JT, you can weigh in on this. I think that... Uh, 
we were talking about this. What would make it different is that porn is like there's a detachment. Virtual sex, you would be in the room with them, yeah. feasibly naked if they weren't two A-listers that didn't have a nudity clause. Yeah. And they're, you know, that's probably why they didn't do it. Gotcha. But, uh, you know, but uh, I think that, yeah, since you're in the same room, uh, yeah. I mean, it's like getting a hand job from a stripper. That's cheating. That's cheating. So this is virtual no sex. physical would be, touching. I'm going to go with no cheating, but that's just simply because I think monogamy is a dumb idea. Okay. I'm married, so I have to say <laughs> yeah, it's cheating. Say, okay. <laughs> so my disagree. final answer, yes, it's cheating. <laughs> um, Honey, in case you heard any of the comments before. Renee, great to see you. Uh, okay. Um, on the line right now, we have the artist formerly known as Finstock. He is, his name is Tom Dagnino. Uh, he's one of our best friends. He loves Stallone. He loves this movie. Tom, what's up, brother? What's up, guys? How you doing, man? It's your first time Pretty talking good. to talking to the show I mean, with Ben yeah. on it. What's going on? Man? It is. I mean, since I've been, you know, I sat there on the on the, the hosting thing the one time, but yes, this is my first time calling in. Yeah, and the last time you were long time fan, first time calling. Yeah. <laughs> the yes. last time you did, we were doing some Stallone yells, which I think is uh, <laughs> thing what we should do right now. JT, can you play a couple Stallone yells to get us warmed up? Okay, now. Tom, that is the Stallone yell from Demolition Man. It sounds eerily similar to the Stallone yell from Over the Top. Am I right? How about eerily, eerily similar to every every Stallone movie there is? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. JT. I mean, if you can if you can find that Rocky, you might even find that in like Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. <laughs> Think so? Pretty sure. You know, J- JT, can you play it again? Possible. Can you play it again? <laughs> I said Honey Nut Cheerios, not Cheerios, Mom. <laughs> You know what? You know this movie. It's it's a good movie. It's underrated. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's something we haven't covered. Is that it actually has a really smart. Uh, uh, there's a lot of social commentary and some satirical stuff in it there. Was, it's uh, got some really it good went humor. A lot of rewrites. Yeah, um, Fred Decker, right? Did a ghost Fred rewrite. Fred Decker, yeah, who was a uh, Monster Squad uh, fame. Yeah. Because Shane Black at the time was like that. in his early twenties. He was super young when yeah. he when he was writing Monster oh, Squad. Yeah. All that. Yeah. Um, smart, smart guy. And Jackie yeah. Chan was supposed to be in it too, but. Well, yeah, uh, and apparently uh, Steven Seagal and John Claude Van Damme are on tap as well yeah. to play uh, Simon Phoenix and John Spartan. Which, I mean, listen, if we're talking uh, like dream recast of the movie, that's not too bad. Filling Seagal and oh, Van Damme, absolutely. I yeah. mean, Seagal with like a, a, a blonde Gumby haircut. I mean, forget about it. <laughs> well, they wanted Seagal they wanted, to play John Spartan. Yeah, and they wanted uh, Van Damme to be the bad guy, and then Van Damme was like, "I want to be the good guy." Yeah. And Seagal said no, and so it fell apart. And then Van Damme. Well, let's get this straight. <laughs> Seagal could have played everybody in the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> good point. Good point. Yeah. Seagal could I mean, play anybody exactly, in exactly. every movie. <laughs> Did you? You guys heard that Seagal story, right? Oh yeah, when he comes out crying and he's like, "I just read the best script of my life," and they're like, "Yeah, who wrote yeah. it?" And he's like, "I did." <laughs> and yeah. And there was all Cheeto stains on it. It was amazing. Oh, uh, it's fantastic. Is that real? Yeah, it it's real. <laughs> okay. You know, you know what the thing is with Stallone in this movie? He really turned up the sex appeal. Oh, He yeah. was shredded. Oh, shredded. I mean, Andy could knit. type. Andy could knit. He was the perfect, the, he was the kind of guy that you could bring home to your mom back then. Yeah, exactly. Because he could protect oh, you yeah. and knit you a sweater. And he, his comedic timing, as JTE said, his comedic timing in this movie was spot on as oh, well. that's great. I mean, just fantastic. He was at the top of his game. Yep. Did, uh, did, what's your name? I mean, I know uh, Sandra Bullock got nominated for a Razzie for this. I mean, she might even won. But, uh. She shouldn't. Did she do Frontal Noodle? No, there was was one random, like, Skype scene that was, like, supposed to be futuristic, Mm -hmm. and it's just a woman calling you buck naked on Skype, and she's like, oh, sorry, my bad. Michael, oh, wrong number. (laughs) It's like, wait, what? Yeah. Who are you? You needed to get boobs in the movie. You needed to get boobs somewhere. Because Sandra Bullock, although during the sex scene, there's a random. 
only because I've trained my eyes to search for <laughs> boobs when it came to scrambled stuff uh, yeah. in, back in the 90s. Yeah. There's like a really quick shot of boobs. Clearly not hers. Oh, okay. But they're like, it's a Clearly. really quick shot. But they're yeah, like, I was doing a mind uh, J- Little known fact JT has uh, his mind trained for Stallone full punch. <laughs> Frank or Sylvester? There's a shadow. There's a shadow. I think in the in the a shadow of a dong. A shadow of a dong in the uh, in the opening in HD at least. It looked like weirdly enough, shadow of a dong was Sylvester Stallone's softcore movie. That yeah, was his, yeah. the first one. Oh, it was yeah. after Italian Stallion. And I think in a specialist too with Sharon Stone. Oh yeah, true. That has the Baby, weirdest. Can you confirm that? <laughs> That's confirmed. <laughs> that has a that sex scene in the specialist is one of the weirdest, least sexual sex scenes ever. We will do that movie we on the show. Do, it's so gross. Okay, uh, yeah. uh, but I keep want to call you Finstock. I know you, that he's dead. Uh, Tom, yeah, he's dead for now. Yeah, Tom, maybe forever. Let's do some. Uh, let's do some Stallone yells. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it, dude. Okay, uh, so uh, Ben was talking, or JTE was talking earlier about how his favorite restaurant was a place called Roy Rogers, but Roy Rogers doesn't exist anymore in Massachusetts. And when he found that out, <laughs> Ben, when I found out someone stole my copy of Virtuosity on DVD, I was like, <laughs> Tom Wesley Snipes wanted to have red hair for the movie, but he went with the blonde. <laughs> JTE. I got nothing. <laughs> the JT just when, folds. Uh, I, I ordered mild from the Indian restaurant, but they gave me extra spicy. And later on the toilet, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "That happened once." I uh, I I went to my, uh, go, ahead. go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Tom. Go ahead. My, I was driving to work today, and I uh, I looked at my temperature gauge on uh, the antifreeze level, and it uh, hit hit a. Uh, Hit uh, whatever steaming lizard, the steaming levels, and my whole engine was smoking. And, <laughs> and that's a true story. Whenever I see somebody riding a bicycle on fountain, and they're not, they're just not going anywhere near the pace of traffic, and they're just kind of weaving in and out of whatever. I just want to pull over my car, reach out my hand, bash their face on the ground, and scream. <laughs> That was a little fun. I apologize. I got one cold. time. One time, I got hit on by a stripper who also happened to like dressing up as Poison Ivy. And at the time, I was in a relationship, and I was like, <laughs> "When I told the girl who I was dating after I came back from Nashville about me taking a shot off a stripper's leg, she screamed." <laughs> the fact that anyone listening would ever believe that I'd be man enough or not afraid enough to hook up with a stripper uh, should probably just yell. I'm terrified I of STDs. Uh, I butchered a uh, far from over at karaoke at Josh McCoogan's party the other day, and Frank Stallone was there, and he was like, <laughs> <laughs> "I think we got to go out on that one because like that, that is one. so perfect." I like that one, Tommy. Thanks for calling in, brother. We'll uh, we'll talk to you soon, man. Yeah, dude. Let's talk soon. Let's get some drinks or something like uh, that. And, uh, Done. Figure out. What to just oh, I wasn't invited. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed, buddy. <laughs> Later, buddy. Later. Be amazing. Tom Dagnino, pride of Schmoville, just the best. Love hey, that Josh, guy. let's go get drinks. Oh, no, not you, Ben. <laughs> You're out. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> when Tom offered me drinks but not Ben. <laughs> when JTE found out he wasn't allowed to wear a hat at After Buzz anymore, he was like. <laughs> uh. That was a triple. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know on a top a triple. But I don't know why they stopped carrying Nestle's brisk iced tea or Lipton brisk iced tea here at AfterBuzz. But every time I come and it's not here, I. When they stopped making crystal clear Pepsi, I was like. When they stopped making Jello pudding pops. 
When Bill Cosby ruined Jello pudding for me, I was like. When my mom said I was too old for gushers. First year, my mom said I was too old to trick or treat. When I got my girlfriend Allie Henderson only candy as presents in the as my girlfriend in the fourth grade, I'm pretty sure she screamed. When I dated a really Catholic girl for a year and she never wanted to have sex because it was against her religion, I was like. True story. <laughs> when Whitney Brown in the fifth grade roller skating party held hands with Brandon Kaler instead of me. Yeah. Well, now this is just going to be self-deprecating. <laughs> when I played spin the bottle in sixth grade and it landed on the girl I had a crush on and she said do over and everyone agreed, I said. It's <laughs> a true story. I won't say her name because now we're friends. Oh, my God. These Stallonios are my favorite things in the world. It makes I love. everything incredible. So we can't do a Stallone every week because it will just go. JT, I believe you want to play a sound clip. Uh, Dennis Leary is the man. So oh, this, this, this speech stuff. is great. Yeah, we gotta play this. Here we go. So set it up for us. Okay, so basically, if you if you're a fan of Dennis Leary's comedy, you know that he had a, a CD called Asshole, and was that the what the CD was called? JT, I'm an asshole. Yep. yep. Yeah, and he had that song. Oh, actually, and it was No Cure for Smoking. I believe No Cure for Smoke. He had this song called I'm an Asshole, and in the middle of it, he just breaks it down. And he was just, great at the spoken word, oh, like just riffs where yeah. he just go crazy. He's amazing. So this is uh, this is where he's talking to John Spartan about his life in the underworld. I guess you weren't part of the cocktail plan. Greed, deception, abuse of power—that's no plan. That's why everybody's down here. You got that right. See, according to Cocteau's plan. I'm the enemy, because I like to think. I like to read. I'm into freedom of speech and freedom of choice. I'm the kind of guy who likes to sit in a greasy spoon and wonder, gee, should I have the T-bone steak or the jumbo rack of barbecue ribs or the side order of gravy fries? I want high cholesterol. I want to eat bacon and butter and buckets of cheese, okay? I want to smoke Cuban cigar the size of Cincinnati in a non-smoking section. I want to run through the streets naked with green jello all over my body reading Playboy magazine. Why? Because I suddenly might feel the need to, okay, pal? I've seen this. Do you know what it is? It's a 47-year-old virgin sitting around in his beige pajamas drinking a banana broccoli shake singing, I'm an Oscar Mayer wing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Wait, the dude next to him, you guys can't see this at home, but the dude next to him for half of his speech is cracking up. He's just like, <laughs> yeah, not even like, not even like in character. It's clearly an extra who's just like, <laughs> somebody get that extra out of get there. Get him the fuck out of here. Oh man. I, I love Dennis Lear. I was just such a big Green fan of Jelly that Green Jelly reading Playboy. Just, hey, Jay, uh, so we're coming to the end of our sound bites. I think the last thing I wanted to do was, uh, there was the, 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 the exchange of fluid quote. Fluid transfer activities like this? Better. Stallone just like, yeah. Better. I was a good kisser back in the day. Do it. <laughs> Do what? Say that? Stallone. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I was a, I was a pretty good kisser back in the 90s. <laughs> oh, God. And then my lips got swollen and uh, not so much. <laughs> but it's such a creepy part, but yet every time I think about this, this movie pops in my head so much because it was kind of smart and ahead of its time. It's like when I'm hooking up with a girl, I'm like, oh, is this a fluid transfer from Demolition Man? I've said that to girls before. I was like, think has about, it, have you ever seen Demolition Man? Because if we're making out, it's kind of illegal in 2032. Has that ever worked where you're like, hey, you up to some fluid transfers? And they're like, what? That's the grossest way you could have ever described that. But it's you, Makuga, so of course. This guy is a ladies' man, by the way. I'm not. It's not a big deal. Okay, uh, we're going to go <laughs> He's into... He's going to bail on it now. <laughs> no. All right, we're going to end the show now. Okay, uh... we're going to play the final game. We're going to play... Okay, final are, game. I like Are this. you paying attention? Oh, JTE, okay. my favorite game show part. You JTE will, will might part. crush me on this. I feel like we should have Cody come back and call at the end of the show sometime to do uh, Are You Paying Attention? Uh, we'll get that next... We'll, we'll, we'll arrange that next time. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, question one. Are you paying attention? Mm-hmm. Who, what actor is playing the piano at Taco Bell? I, I rewound it. I couldn't figure it oh, out. Oh, man. Who the shit is that guy? Uh, He's from Pittsburgh. He was huge in the 90s. I knew, huge. I rewound it because I was like, who is that guy? And I was like, is that... Ke-? I didn't think Kenny G, obviously. But. JT, guess? Man, uh, Billy Joel. I have no idea. <laughs> Billy Joel. Yep, Billy Joel. He had a great acting Sign career in the 90s. Solid acting career. <laughs> I thought it was a musician. Was it an actor or a musician? <laughs> who is it? Just tell <laughs> it's an us. actor. Dan oh, Cortez from oh, MTV Sports. Oh, that's... Yeah, I thought you no, were a big musician for the nineties. No, 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 no. Big okay. Uh, in in um, Lenina Huxley's office, mm-hmm. what movie poster? Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. Three. Well done, Ben Begley. Okay, the album in her office is what? Oh, oh, AC/DC. No, no. It's an LA-based band that was oh, huge in oh. the nineties. Aeros- no, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Correct. Can you name the album? Um, no. <laughs> Blood Sugar Sex Magic. That's what it, yeah, I saw. The, I the, the album that. with Under the Bridge. Okay. Uh, what kind of motor oil is hanging in the background when you meet Dennis Leary for the first time underground when, during that speech? Okay, I'll get the clip. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, motor oil. Yeah, I was going to say motor oil. You only have one, tr- there's, oh. a, there's, like, there's like five choices of motor oil. So there's Castrol, there's GTX, and then Castrol and GTX. Castrol! <laughs> it's Pennzoil. Well, come you on. just, come on! Come on! Okay. In the fight scene in the 20th century diorama underneath the museum, uh-huh. what two neon beer signs hang in the window of the fake bar? Oh. Uh, Coors? Nope. No. Bud Light. Correct. And? Miller? Budweiser. Budweiser, of course, it would have to be, because otherwise it'd be conflicting. <laughs> Correct. If you if you know LA, you'll recognize that when they're walking towards the museum, the building in the background is a very popular network building. What network is it? Oh, I thought you were gonna talk about the San Diego Convention Center. Yeah, that's what I was about they to say. Spruce too. up. Uh I have no idea. Oh uh, wait, it's a network building? Yeah. Fox? It's on Wilshire. Oh, um on Wilshire. Sony? No, it's E. It's the E, e building. Oh, the E oh. building. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking oh, like Wilshire, a studio. Right there. That's just a I live building. in Burbank. I never go there. Okay. True or false? It's a full moon on the night they go to Taco Bell. True. That is that's correct. True. I was going to say true. true. Uh, what is Jack Black's character title in the movie? Oh, he's just one of the random... He's a bad guy. Right? No, he's one of the random street rats oh, or yeah, something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Officially called a Wasteland Scrap. That what that's that what it was. Wasteland, wasteland Scrap, scrap number three. I forgot he was in that movie. Okay, the Taco Bell truck they robbed... It's called what? It says Taco Bell, and then on the door, the, 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 the truck has like a title, like what would it would be called? Oh, no. Instead of like a delivery mobile? I remember that too. Is that? I don't know. Cuisine Valet. It is a cuisine valet. And it's chalk balls. It's chalk in balls. In Tupperware. With a family that is put it, all their stuff just in Tupperware. giant is sweet the tarts. the car that he crashes and turns into like a giant foam? Or was that? No, no, no. That that's an old seems incredible, car. by no, the way. That is great. I want those foam things. Uh, okay, in her, in Lenina Huckley's apartment, she has all kinds of 20th century things. There's a neon sign for what soda? Pepsi. Correct. Pe- oh, yeah, JD. yeah, yeah. A rocket that doubles as what? There's like a rocket ship, but it, it doubles as something. It, it like functions as something. Self- a phone? No. Um, alarm clock? No. It's a gumball machine. A what? rocket gumball machine. And then there is a painting of what U.S. president? Reagan. No. No, Clinton wasn't right. No, I don't know. Schwarzenegger. JFK. JFK. Oh, JFK. There's a painting of JFK. Damn it. And that was, are you You looked at attention? me like I was, like, you're like, come on. Come on. How do you come not on. know this? Come on. President Schwarzenegger. Hey, yo, just ease up a little bit, Schwarzenegger. Come on. I'm just trying to do my thing as president of the United States of America. Hey, yo, that really. That's pretty good. I mean, come on. You and I could take this on the road. 
come on, if we could do the you know the thing where we do the expendables together, we'd we talk about the movies. Hey, <laughs> I said we just do a commentary track for the new expendables so they don't have to. I mean come on, we just, should we do that thing where we talk about the movies? Let's go the commentary track. <laughs> Your Arnold, I, there's something else in the Arnold that I can't quite pinpoint. I don't know what it is. It's, like a, little it's a little bit of Barney from The Simpsons, yeah. like, hi guys. Sometimes I fall into walking from it, too. There's a little bit of Luigi and Mario <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, that was our episode on Demolition Man. We got to a lot of things. I mean, yeah. the, the, guys, we only this have is an about, epic episode. Yeah, we only have about 40 to, uh, minutes to an hour, and uh, we just have way too much fun, and we, we're really, really happy that you guys are liking the show. I know Ben is having fun, and oh, I love having Ben as my co-host. So um, next week, we're going to try and see Virtuosity. Maybe if we can track it down. I can. I'm sure it's on Netflix. No, it isn't. I no, looked the not. DVD. No, N- neither one. Oh, the for, DVD. For, oh, you still have I, you still have hard copies. Yeah, I, Look I, at this guy. One, what century is he in? For the show. You're right. I, you know, you're I'll right. get the DVDs. So I'll get the Virtuosity DVD, and we'll do that oh, next Tuesday, and we I can gotta, watch it pre in yeah. the screening room before. I got to do my show. shameless plug. Oh yeah, do that. Wait, <laughs> hold on, JT. Play the TV <laughs> thing. The TV uh, sound clip. TV sound clip. Hold on. So Ben, you're on TV. This I am week. on TV this week. Uh, I'm on The Mentalist uh, on on the 11th. Hold on, hold on. Is it on the 11th? It is on the 11th. <laughs> How'd you know that? I'm I on can... The Mentalist. I uh, I uh, get intimidated by Simon Baker and pass out, and I uh, have a couple scenes in there. Nice. And then I'm one of the leads in uh, a Hallmark movie Ooh. this Sunday the 8th at nice. 8 p.m. called Cloudy with a Chance of Love. Wait, is Bonnie Somerville in that? Uh, is Kayla Yule in that? Katie LeClaire is the lead and Michael Rady and Gregory Harrison. Okay. It's, it's fun. I get to play the antagonist of these, you know, these, these two romantic leads. And I'm like this super serious CEO guy, which is not me at all. So it was a oh, lot of fun. Oh, man. Ben, so check ben it out. From I know accounts. you might be watching uh, the Grammys, but DVR, <laughs> Cloudy with a Chance of Love. Cloudy with a Chance of Love on the Homework Channel, guys. Check that out. Uh, it's going to be fun. Make sure you take good. some screenshots of Begley. Throw it up there on the yeah. Guilty Movie Pleasures uh, Facebook get my mo- page. Whoever can, uh, who, uh, I'll give you some sort of prize. Whoever can post my most serious face from that. Most yeah. stern looking Begley face. He, he might he might mail you one of his seventeen thousand Blu-rays and DVDs. None I do of have which several. Are virtuosity. Should, yeah. None of which are virtuosity. Uh, yeah. So I, again, JT, play that sound clip real quick. No, that's the slow note. Like the TV one. Play the TV. Ben Begley. Hey, on TV. You're on TV. Real quickly, my story of Simon Baker from The Mentalist. I yeah. was I was at LACMA, uh-huh. and he was sitting at the table next to us. And the waitress came over and says, uh, "What can I get you?" And I was like, "Why don't you ask him? He should probably know." And I pointed to Simon Baker, and he looked at me. He's like, <laughs> 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 "The table's real close." Okay, that's uh, amazing. So, uh, guys, thank you as always for watching. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Josh McCuga uh, at, at Ben Begley Comedy. Correct. Uh, leave us some comments on the YouTube channel uh, uh, on the thing. Ben's going to be uh, commenting back on a lot of those. Tweet. At us, uh, let us know what you guys think about some other movies. And last next week's our last Oscar movie, Oscar month, and then we're going to go into some some fan favorites. We'll have Cody come on, and uh, guys, uh, go out and spread the word about the Sto- Stallone yell. Uh, spread the word about this movie if you've never seen it. Go watch oh, us. So let us know what you think. It's an amazing 1993 classic, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Until then, what's your guilty movie pleasure? From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.